And good afternoon and welcome back on this, the Thursday edition of the Pat Miller Program. So glad you guys are with us today. Uh, don't forget, after tomorrow, I'm out for two weeks as the lovely Mrs. Miller and I are winging our way to Israel, and we'll be gone for two weeks. And uh, I'm not looking forward to being gone from you all for, for two weeks, but I'm very much looking forward uh, to a trip that, she, that I've taken before, but she's never been. So uh, we will be in Israel, and we'll have a great time. Might even try to do a couple of hits from Israel uh, back to you while we're there. But right now, I want to do a hit uh, up here, up up near Syracuse, Indiana, North Webster. Uh, that's where we find uh, that's where we find the National Weather Service, the office in northern Indiana. And standing by with me is Lonnie Fisher. He's one of the meteorologists there. Lonnie, good afternoon. Welcome to the Pat Miller Program. Afternoon. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, my understanding is there are, if I've got it right, six different weather service uh, stations that affect what goes on in and around Indiana. So Chicago and Indy. and The two areas, the two offices that cover the largest area is the Northern Indiana office and the office out of Indianapolis. Right. Uh, Both our office and theirs cover... The vast majority of the state, but there are some of the outlying areas uh, that are covered by uh, the Chicago office, Paducah, Louisville, and the Wilmington, Ohio office. Yeah, there you go. All right. Hey, well, listen, I appreciate very much you being with us today, Lonnie. Uh, So we are now talking uh, in preparation for next week, and since I'll be gone, I wanted to talk to you before I got out of here about preparedness uh, severe Weather Preparedness Week uh, runs from the 12th to the, to the 18th. Uh, what is that week like, and what is it that people really should learn about being re- ready for severe weather? Yeah, so we're going to cover a lot of different things during the week through social media and other means to just, again, bring everybody back up to speed and just refresh them on some of the some good safety tips for the wide variety of severe weather that we can see around our area. I mean, obviously everybody focuses on tornadoes, but luckily we don't see as many of them as other areas do. So we'll be focusing on on other things such as lightning, uh, damaging winds, hail, and of course the one that's kind of been in the forefront a little bit now with all the rain we've had recently, uh, flooding. Right. You know, tends to be a lot bigger challenge in in a lot of cases. So we're just going to cover a lot of things, some safety tips and kind of helping you be prepared to protect yourself, your family, your business, um, and be able to test your plans that you, you may have in place. And if you don't, it's a good time to look at making them. You know, not not to diminish what happens to some of our good friends down on the Gulf Shore and both shores of Florida and up the East Coast, but when you know a hurricane is coming, it's still going to be pretty severe. But sometimes you have four or five days knowing it's coming. A lot of the stuff that happens here, especially in northeast Indiana, Lonnie, sometimes that comes and it turns on a dime. It does. It does. And uh, frustrating as it is for us forecasters, as as everybody else that gets impacted by it, you're right, that, uh, you know, we can quickly go from what looks like a very benign thunderstorm situation to we're dealing with severe weather and damaging winds and and all the potential elements of severe weather. And, yeah, they can literally happen in the span of a few minutes to maybe, if we're lucky, we have, you know, several hours to a day advance notice. So, yeah, um, you know, luckily a lot of the larger scale systems that tend to cause the most problems, we tend to have a couple days heads up on them. But 
we don't get many of those that way. Most of yeah. it, uh, the short notice. You know, just a couple of years back, uh, I was here in the studio uh, doing our program from three to six, uh, and I know that that was the day that we had a tornado that hit a Starbucks over in Kokomo, Indiana, and then that system moved to the east. And by the time we got off the air that day, Lonnie, it's like we were tracking about twenty-two or twenty-three different tornadoes that day that was one of the wildest days ever but here's the thing that first one hit somewhere around two o'clock over in kokomo at one o'clock we knew none of that was going to happen right yeah we we saw it and actually i was working that day as well as one of the radar operators here and uh yeah it uh, we thought it was all going to stay south of us and it, it came a lot further north of what we were all expecting and it was yeah, like you said, there was all kinds of severe weather tornadoes um, along its track all the way into Ohio, and it was a very busy day, very fast. Yeah, yeah, very, very quickly. You're exactly right. Um, so when when people are looking, like we're worried right now, like about lightning and hail, uh, flooding, which has been a lot in our area now uh, because of the amount of snow and then the, the rain that we've had since and all of that seem to be the big things. But um, sometimes it's not a tornado, but sometimes wind shear can be an, an issue here. And, and I know that we've had some homes destroyed over the last couple of years in our area, not by a tornado, but just by virtue of a wind shear. Yep, yep. Um, like you said, the most common we get the, the damaging, what they call the straight line winds. And sometimes how strong they are, how how ferocious i mean in some cases if you look at the the derangements obviously that we've had that have kind of impacted the, the fort wayne area and a lot of the surrounding areas uh in past years that yeah there's a lot of little things that can happen right ahead of that that just causes all kinds of weird things to happen twisted trees all kinds of things that of course we're always getting it's a tornado it had to be a tornado the tree was twisted there was this there was that and you know in many cases we see those stronger winds you know, can do the that that same very thing. Just that that localized shearing or that that uh, the changes that happen very quickly, um, and, and sometimes can be very hard to detect on radar. Now, when we talk about this, because this coming week is Severe Weather Preparedness Week, um, preparedness like what is this like when we should leave our house because on most of the things that hit here unlike hurricanes you don't really want to up and just move out of your house uh, right when you think the tornado is about to get there because you're not going to make it Um, but inside a house i remember as a kid growing up it used to be there was a certain corner like in the basement if you could get to that corner it offered you the best opportunity to be able to make it through a, a tornado um if you had an yep. interior bathroom with no windows or anything like that, sometimes that was the best place to go if you were inside a tub. Is that still the same? Yeah, so we, we always recommend the lowest possible floor in your in your house or wherever you're at. I mean, if you're in an apartment complex, it's a little more difficult. If you can get to the lowest floor of the apartment complex, that's good. Um, but if you have, if you're in a residence, you have a basement, you want to get into that. You're correct that for the longest time, it, w- it was preached that the safest part of the house to be in was in the southwest corner, uh, because generally it was thought most tornadoes would move from southwest towards the northeast, and so all the damage would kind of blow away for you. Well, right. we've seen over and over again that's not the case. The tornadoes can come from any direction, or 
so we just recommend that you get to an interior room, the lowest room, as you said, away from windows. If you don't have a basement, you mentioned the bathtub. If you can hop in a bathtub, throw something over top of you to protect yourself from debris, you can. Um, if you're fortunate enough to have the good heavy cast iron tubs, I mean, those are awesome. They'll take everything yeah. <laughs> um, and protect you very well. Um, but I, I, any bathtub, just anything to protect yourself, cover your head, try to minimize the amount of debris that will hopefully impact you. Um, in some cases, you may just have to hop under a table or something that right. gives you some shelter over your head and, and cross your fingers, you know, that everything's okay. And, you know, fortunately, when things happen, it's usually very quick, even though it seems like minutes and hours may go by in a lot of cases. It's 30 seconds to a minute. It's there. It's right. gone. That's it. And again, that's a huge difference from hurricanes because yeah, a, a hurricane versus, could be a couple of know, hours from there, start to finish. Several hours, days, maybe, just depending on how fast it's moving. And right. Right. And, 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 and hurricanes also typically, and I'm trying to be careful here, typically bring much more rainfall to an area than do the tornadoes. The tornadoes kind of come in because the rain event is already happening, right? Right, yeah. The tornadoes in a hurricane, the tornadoes tend to favor kind of the northeast part of the hurricane, just how how the hurricane works. That's where those tend to happen. But by and large, yeah, the, the, the heavy rains, the flooding, the, the storm surges they have to deal with along the coast, um, you know, those tend to be a lot bigger challenges than the wind itself. Um, it's only when you get much closer to the center of the hurricane that you know, the winds become even more substantial and, and, and a larger problem. So, uh, Tell me a website where we can find you all and, and track the things that you guys are tracking for us. Is there a place where we can go? Yep. So you can go. Our website is weather.gov forward slash IWX. And you can look up at our headlines at the top. We have all kinds of things ranging from our climate products that we issue, we'll have a link up there for our severe weather preparedness. It'll give you information about our test tornado warning that we're going to do on uh, March 14th, 10:15 a.m. Uh, that will be done to, to test all the systems. Uh, you can get all kinds of information out there. And if you uh, click on the link for that severe weather preparedness week, uh, there, there's other things that people can grab. There's a newsletter out there, some activities, different ways to help you prepare. Uh, for the severe weather and some really useful information. Perfect. Well, listen, I appreciate very much you being with us today, and this will help us to get ready to participate uh, in Severe Weather Week next week. And then that should hopefully help us to get ready for everything that's going to come our way through the spring and into the summer, because it seems like now fall tornadoes are possible, winter tornadoes are possible, but if a very severe damaging tornado happens, it's probably going to happen in the next three or four months, right? Typically, yeah, we usually see spring and spring and fall tend to be our, our biggest ones, as you said. But we've had them year-round. It doesn't matter to me if we look even February. We just had a weak tornado over in Van Wert County, Ohio. So, yep, like you said, they could happen any time. But luckily, the worst of them tend to be early spring, late fall. Have we, got, have we gotten around to where we name tornadoes? No. Nope, and we never will. <laughs> <laughs> too many of them. Too many names. Yep. 
So exactly. There you go. Hey, well, listen, Lonnie. We're talking to Lonnie Fisher, who's a meteorologist there uh, with the uh, the weather ch- the weather service, and there he's here in Indiana, up here in the office in Northeast Indiana. And again, you can follow uh, anything that they have for us at weather.gov. That's weather.gov slash IWX, and you can get there. In fact, there's even a place there you can click to find out more about the Severe Weather and Flood Preparedness Week, which is next week here for 2023. For today, Lonnie, thanks a whole lot. I appreciate it, sir. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You bet. Have a great day. Podcasts by Federated Media.